the number of um, LDS folks who believe that they have, you know, that religion is a very important part of their life has declined um, from 73% in 2010 to 61% in 2020. Good Tuesday morning and welcome back to The Daily Buzz. I'm your host, Dayton Olander. Sorry that we missed you yesterday. Most of us at the Tribune had the day off to celebrate Juneteenth. Jumping into today's news, investigative reporter Jessica Miller continues her impactful reporting on Utah's teen treatment industry with a story about a squabble between neighbors near Mount Olympus. Jessica, thanks for joining us today. I understand you've been out to Olympus Cove neighborhood where this teen treatment center is. Can you tell us why there is a neighborhood dispute around this treatment center? Yeah, so this teen treatment center is called Eva Carlson Academy. It's at the end of this really narrow street that's a residential neighborhood. And so the neighbors in this neighborhood didn't want this business here. They didn't want a a business in the traffic and the noise that comes with it at the end of their quiet residential street. And so they they protested it. This is about 10 years ago when they first want you know, wanted to keep this facility out, but they weren't successful. And so since then, there's been this one guy, the neighbor that's right next door to this facility who has kept his protest going. And he has signs that he's posted that say things like deliver us from Eva or troubled teen money machine become disabled for $10,000 a month. And he posts these signs and he will, you know, flip off the vans of, of girls as they drive by in, in protest. He says, he'll swear at them using language that I can't use on this podcast, but, you know, he says kind of crude things to, to the girls and the staffers as they're going past. And, and to him, he says that this is his form of protesting a business that he does not want next door to him. And so has this disagreement become personal or is it more in protest of a business? The neighbor says that this is all about protesting a business, that he never has targeted an individual person, but he just does not want a treatment center next door to him. Um, the the founder of the treatment center, she disagrees and she, to the point where she has filed a, a stalking injunction saying that this is personal, that she feels targeted and that she is fearing for her safety because of the actions that he's taking. And so it sounds like this is turning you know, pretty serious. Are, are courts involved right now? Yes, the courts have been involved for about seven years, actually. The the facility founder filed the stalking injunction about seven years ago, where she was saying, you know, this this behavior that this neighbor is doing crosses the line into stalking or I'm fearing for my safety. Um, And that neighbor is disputing that, saying that these are my free speech rights. I'm protesting a business. I don't leave my property and I can do what I want when I'm on my property. Um, A district court initially sided with the neighbor, said that this wasn't stalking, but the Utah Supreme Court reversed it. So this has gone all the way up and down the appellate court system in Utah. And now a district court, a different district court judge will now decide soon within the next month or so, probably whether this behavior constitutes stalking or if it's protected under free speech. Next, jazz beat reporter and data columnist Andy Larson discusses his most recent reporting on changes in membership within the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and how that compares to other religions in America. Last month, we looked at LDS Church membership statistics that have been released by the, by, by the church itself, the official roles that keep track of the, the membership tally um, from, from the church's point of view. And we'd seen that there had been 
growth inclines for the early part of the 2010s decade, but in the last couple of years since 2019, the last report, there had been declines in church membership in 21 different states uh, by number and then 34 different states as a percentage of the total population. So uh, it, it turns out that actually one of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles, uh, Derek Bednar, was asked about this at a local interview with the, the National Press Club in Washington, D.C. And he actually said, uh, look, you know, in the religious climate that we're in right now, staying stagnant or staying steady is, is actually not too bad, um, given that there is a decrease in religiosity every kind of through, through other religions as well. So I wanted to track the number of uh, the changing LDS membership data versus the other churches in America, right? So the problem is it's hard to compare apples to apples there. Uh, there aren't like equivalent church membership roles for like the entire the entirety of Protestants or the, the Catholics or so on and so forth. And if even if there were, they would keep them track of them in different ways. So we kind of have to work with polling data here. Uh, and, and in particular, there the, the polling data can be a little bit messy, right? So you've got kind of smaller samples. The best polls tend to be uh, in-person or telephone surveys, but those tend to be smaller polls with smaller sample sizes. So for example, like the general social survey is kind of like the, the top of the line survey that statisticians and, and socialists, uh, soci sociologists use uh, to determine kind of various statistics about American, uh, you know, religion, economics, whatever. Um, they only pull about 3000 Americans. And so that means they only pull about 30 Mormons. So Andy looked for a larger study to find a better comparison. And luckily there is a bigger study that has been released in only recent years, only in the last decade, 15 years or so, and that's called the Cooperative Election Study. Uh, that it actually has a survey, a, a sample size about 10 times bigger, about 20,000 to 60,000 people, and it's released every year, whether the, where the general social survey is only released every two or three years. And so what we found is essentially that, yeah, there has been a decrease in the number of people who respond to a survey by saying that they are LDS. Um, in particular, in 2010, 1.85% uh, of people versus 1.09% of people in 2021 said that they were, they were Latter-day Saints. Um, and interestingly, because the sample size is big enough, you can actually get into some of the uh, kind of intricacies of how these people see themselves at, at, you know, in a religious way. So, for example, do they consider religion to be very important, somewhat important, or not important? Uh, and it turns out that the number of um, LDS folks who believe that they have, you know, that religion is a very important part of their life has declined um, from 73% in 2010 to 61% in 2020. And the number of LDS people who said they go to church at least once a week has also declined from 67% to 64%. Now, look, like that's still, they, the LDS folks still go to church more often than every other religion surveyed, right? Like, so this is still a very religious group that we're dealing with here, but it is less fervent. And, and it seems like there are fewer people who are saying that they are uh, Latter-day Saint than, than in previous versions of this survey. He also found that trends within the LDS church weren't necessarily the case among all religions. Some of the different surveys show different things, but we see kind of a, a stagnant and or decline in, in, in growth or, and, and really just a decline in overall numbers um, in Latter-day Saint populations where we see kind of more stagnancy in uh, Protestant, Catholics. Um, Judaism is, is really largely flat as well. We actually are seeing increases in people who respond by saying they are Muslim or Hindu or Buddhist. Um, 
So it, it, it does kind of depend also what time frame you're looking at. So it does seem LDS church growth was really pretty stagnant from 2010 to let's say 2018 or 2019 or so. And then in the last two years, there's been a significant decline in not only just the number of people who say that they're LDS, but actually the, the roles, the, the membership roles that the official LDS church releases as well. So um, it's, it's kind of an interesting dynamic there where maybe you're seeing greater uh, declines in LDS membership than you are in some of these other religions. Thanks, Andy. If you enjoy the Daily Buzz and reading these stories online or in the newspaper, you can subscribe to the Tribune at www.sltrib.com slash subscribe. And that's it today. We'll be back with more tomorrow. Thank you to Salt Lake City Band, the Pelicans for our music, and to Danny Rubio for producing this episode. I hope you have a good week. <laughs>